Welcome back to the Lioness Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Olaya Land. If you don't know me, I am a pleasure and empowerment coach, and I am here to help you navigate dating, sex, and relationships from a place of deep self-love. I am ethically non-monogamous, queer, sex positive, kink positive. I believe all bodies are good bodies, and it is my mission to help you feel sexually and emotionally empowered so you can bring that power out into the world because we need to see more women and non-binary folks standing in their power and shaking shit up, (laughs) y'all. So on the last podcast episode, we broke down some of the reasons why you might be feeling less than when it comes to sex, why that is perfectly normal, and also why there is absolutely nothing wrong with you if you are feeling this way. So if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely check that out. That's episode 31. And in that episode, I promised y'all a follow-up on some ways to enjoy sex more. So if you have been feeling less than, if you have been feeling like something's wrong with you, if you have been finding it difficult to connect with pleasure, first thing to know, nothing is wrong with you. That is absolutely normal. There are reasons that you feel that way. They don't probably have anything to do with you. Um, And then the second thing I want to talk about is what can you do if you feel this way? So that is what we're going to be getting into into today's episode. But before we dive in, I have a few announcements for you. So if you didn't catch this announcement last week, Episodes are going to be shorter because your girl is busy. (laughs) I am going through a crazy busy season. I am coaching clients. I am also doing another coaching certification. I'm doing a year-long coaching certification on sex, love, and relationships where I am learning so many amazing things. I have already started to share these things with you. This program is great, but it means that I have a lot going on. And I do all the recording, editing, the producing of the podcast by myself. So In order to keep creating new episodes for you, I have to scale back a bit. So episodes are going to be more in the range of 15 to 20 minutes for the time being. Announcement number two, I want your feedback. (laughs) So I love recording the podcast. It is so much fun. I get excellent DMs and emails from y'all. I appreciate those so, 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 so much. And I love hearing from you about what resonates and what you find helpful. And to make it easier for you to share what you're interested in and what you want to hear more about, I have created a super short one and a half minute and completely anonymous questionnaire for you. Um, I will drop a link for that in the show notes, but I would be so incredibly grateful if you would go there right now and share your feedback. I'm serious. Go there now. Do it. It only takes a minute and a half. It's super, super helpful. Unless, of course, you're driving, in which case, do not do that. Um, but it's super fast. It's anonymous. The questions are pretty thought provoking in my opinion. It's a fun little survey. And of course, sharing your feedback is a great way to support my work, to support the podcast and make it as helpful as possible. Okay. So let's get into today's episode. So as I mentioned on the last episode, there are many reasons that people socialized as women do not feel sexual and or enjoy sex. I got into a few of those in the last episode. So definitely go back and check that out. But the main thing I want you to know is that most of these reasons have nothing to do with you and everything to do with the sex negative and patriarchal society we live in. So today, I want to talk about ways to combat that and to feel more at home in your body, to feel more sexually free and to enjoy sex more. Honestly, there are so many things you can do to feel more sexual and enjoy sex more. And teaching people how to feel more at home in their bodies and have better sex is the work that I do with my clients. If you are interested in finding out more about that, I will drop a link in the show notes. 
you can contact me to get more information on how we can work together or schedule an obligation-free coaching session. I also want to share a little disclaimer before we get into the meat of the episode. If you are feeling numb or unable to enjoy sex, it is always a good idea to talk to a medical professional to rule out something physiological. So feeling less sexual can be linked to certain medical conditions, to hormone fluctuations, to certain medications, SSRIs, for example. But the good news is that many, many, many of these factors can be dealt with to help you feel like your sexual self again. That said, there are a lot of doctors out there who aren't very knowledgeable about female sexuality. So do search for a sex positive doctor online or ask your friends for a recommendation if you don't think your current doctor will take your concerns seriously. Okay, so today I want to share a few simple and actionable things you can do to start enjoying sex more. So whenever we're talking about sex, I like to talk about a top-down approach and a bottom-up approach because great sex is all about your brain and also, of course, about your body, those two things working together. So, And when you can combine the two, that's where you can get really fantastic results. So the first thing I want to talk about is our top-down approach. I want to talk about reprogramming your brain. So here I'm talking about reprogramming the negative messaging you get about your body, your sexuality, about sex in general. All of us get so many negative and confusing messages about these things. And I know this is like the least sexy sex advice imaginable, (laughs) but it works. Starting with this negative conditioning that we get and working to kind of peel back those layers so that they're not weighing on us really helps us feel lighter, helps us feel freer, helps us connect with our own pleasure and feel more sexual. Because we get so much negative messaging around our bodies and around sex. And for most of us, that negative messaging hits our sexual breaks hard. So to learn more about sexual breaks and accelerators, check out episode 25, which is all about how to get your sexy back, or check out the fantastic work of Emily Nagoski. She is an amazing sex sex educator Um, especially her book, Come As You Are, or her podcast with the same name. I will put links for those in the show notes. But the short version of our sexual breaks, especially for people socialized as women, stress hits our breaks and makes it harder to feel sexual and get turned on. And feeling like your body doesn't look right is a form of stress. Feeling that you'll be judged for being too sexual is a form of stress. Feeling not sexual enough, feeling on some level like sex is bad or that male pleasure should be the focus of sex, or that you're taking too long, you're not. (laughs) Or any of the many, 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 many other sex negative beliefs we inherit. All of this counts as stress, and all of this generally hits our brakes and makes us feel less turned on and less sexual. So how do we counteract all of this super unhelpful and honestly oppressive messaging we receive around sex and our bodies? So there are many things you can do, but here are some good places to start. Here are some places that have worked for me and for the people that I work with. So number one, start noticing what beliefs you already hold. When we don't even know kind of what our underlying belief system is, it's very hard to challenge that. When we're not even aware of the fact that every time we have sex, we don't feel good about our bodies. Or when we're not even aware of the fact that we have this kind of underlying feeling that sex is dirty or bad, or that we don't deserve pleasure, or that it's our job to please our partner before ourselves. When we're not aware of those beliefs, we can't undo them. So the first step is to start noticing what beliefs you already have. 
You can do that by just being more aware, by keeping a notes app on your phone, by journaling and kind of digging down into what are some of the attitudes or simply asking yourself questions like, how do I feel about my body? What did I learn about sex growing up? What messages were shared in my family, uh, among my friends, on social media, by my religion, and kind of just looking and seeing what beliefs you hold. So the first step is noticing what beliefs you hold, what's in there. And then the second step is deciding what you want to believe. So we all inherit all sorts of negative messages around our bodies about sex, but it's really, really important to kind of make that switch to like, what do I want to believe? Perhaps you want to believe that I want to believe my body is beautiful. I want to feel like a sexual being. I want to believe my pleasure matters as much as my partner's. Whatever your beliefs are. Take the time to journal, to think on it, and to decide what you want to believe. Write it down because that makes it even stronger, even more real. Put it somewhere where you can see it on a regular basis so you can be reminded of the beliefs that you want to have. Number three, audit your feeds. (laughs) Audit your feeds, audit your feeds, audit your feeds, audit your feeds. I cannot say this enough. I have talked about it before in the context of body love, but it is equally relevant here. So I'm going to talk about it again. We get so much messaging that we don't even realize that we're consuming on social media. So audit your feeds. Take a good look and unfollow folks who make you feel bad about yourself, about your body, about your sexuality, and follow folks who educate and share sex positive content. So follow sex educators, follow sex positive coaches and therapists and doctors, follow people making sex positive content or erotic art. Follow folks that are queer or kinky or poly or just generally promoting the idea that there's no one right way to be when it comes to sex. So a few of my favorites I will share briefly here, Anne Nguyen and Joe Portia Maiari. Those are a couple of my teachers, fantastic, fantastic educators. Shrimp Teeth, I've talked about them before. They have a great podcast. They share really great kink positive, poly positive, queer positive content. Tiomi Morgan is a great sex educator. Portia Brown, I love her work. Alpha Channeling is a great erotic artist. I could like go on and on and on, but these are a few of my favorites and I will put links for those in the show notes. Okay, what else can you do to kind of unroot the negative beliefs that you may have inherited from our society, from your family, from your religion, from all the places we inherit these beliefs? Find a sex positive therapist. This can be so, so, so valuable. First of all, I think everybody should get therapy at some point in their life. Therapy never hurts. Um, But a sex positive therapist can be a really great aid in unearthing some of these beliefs. And I know that it is easier said than done to find a sex positive therapist. But if you live in a major metro area, it's pretty likely that you'll be able to find one. You can start with just Googling sex positive therapist in your city. And with the many possibilities we now have for online therapy, it makes it much, much easier to find one, even if you don't live in a major metro area. Another thing you can do is to simply hang out with sex positive people. And if you don't know any, meet some. (laughs) There are so many ways to meet sex positive people. So you can take a class. You can join a sex positive organization. If you live in Seattle, where I live, there is the CSPC, that is the Center for Sex Positive Culture. They have all sorts of great educational events, all sorts of great social events, online events, in-person events. There is probably a similar organization in your area if you live in a major metro area. 
you can get on Bloom. Bloom is an app that shares both in-person and online sex-positive events, a really, really cool app. They are growing. They are not everywhere, but they have a pretty strong presence in Seattle, Portland, LA, New York. I don't know about other cities, Um, but they also have excellent, excellent online events if you're not in one of those areas. And this is not sponsored content. I just really like this app. Um, If you are interested in kink and learning more about kink, you can attend a munch. And if you're not familiar with the term, a munch is a regrettably named (laughs) social gathering of kinky folks. It is a non-sexual event. Um, The name is horrible. I kind of throw up in my mouth every time I say it a little bit. (laughs) But that's what it's called. I don't know why. But you can go to a munch. It's a great way to build community and meet sex positive folks. And the kink community is so, 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 so sex positive. So even if you're not like the kinkiest person in the world, even if you're just like a little bit kinky or you're curious or you just want to explore kink events or kink adjacent events or hanging out with people who are in the kink community can be a great way to hang out with sex positive folks. And of course, if you're interested in non-monogamy, there are local groups for that as well. So I've gone into kind of a lot of detail here. But that is because what we believe about sex and our bodies has a huge impact on how much we enjoy sex. Context really does matter, especially, especially, especially for people socialized as women. Taking the time to change your beliefs and thus change your context can have a profound impact on your ability to feel sexually free and to feel more pleasure in your body. So this top-down approach of reprogramming your brain can be really, really powerful It is not the sexiest way to improve your sex life, but it is a very effective way to improve your sex life. This shit works, y'all. That is what I have for you on the top-down approach. Now, let's talk a little bit about the bottom-up approach. Let's talk a little bit about the embodied approach. So what I encourage you to do here, there's many things you can do, but one thing that is very, very effective is to explore your body for you, just for you. So as I mentioned in episode 31, vulva owners are not encouraged to explore their bodies as much as penis owners. And the result of this is that we don't know how we function and we don't know what turns us on. And so we then cannot communicate that to our partners. And so then we are not having good sex. Okay. (laughs) So I want to share one really fantastic and effective way to explore your body. And that is with non-sexual self-touch. This is one of the most impactful things you can do to enjoy sex more. And this is more non-sexy sex advice. (laughs) Uh, You're probably wondering, when do I get to buy my expensive new vibrator? When do I get to ask my partner to tie me up? When do I buy myself some super sexy new lingerie? (laughs) And the answer is, you can do that whenever you want, babe. Do it. I am here for it. If that sounds good to you, you 100% have my permission. Do it. Do it all. And also... It is my experience that the most effective way to improve your sex life is to start with the foundations, and that means starting with you. So I have said this before, but I'm going to say it again and again and again and again and again because it's so important. Good sex starts with you. It starts with how you feel about your body. It starts with your beliefs about sex. It starts with how you feel in your body. It starts with your ability to feel deep pleasure within your body, which is why non-sexual self-touch is so powerful. Great sex is about body and mind coming together to create ecstatic pleasure. So when you practice pleasurable, non-sexual touch, you teach your brain and your body to work together. You are literally neurologically rewiring yourself to be more sensitive to touch and to pleasure, which is pretty fucking cool, (laughs) y'all. 
<laughs> and it has the added bonus that you can do it partnered or not. Yay, solo sex. <laughs> it's a great way to practice. It's a great way to become more sensitive. It's a great way to become more attuned to your body. It's a great way to just prioritize pleasure for you. And most of us are not taught how to do this. So I wanted to share a simple practice you can do on your own in as little as 10 minutes to connect with your body and increase your sensitivity to touch and to pleasure. So how does this work? The first thing you want to do is you want to set aside 10 to 30 minutes of undisturbed time. So get your family out of the house, have your partner take your kids, wait for a time when your roommates are out, lock the door, do whatever you need to do to get some quality alone time. Number two, you want to create a sensual space. So light your favorite candle, curate yourself a sexy playlist, wrap yourself in a soft blanket, put on some cozy jammies or some sexy lingerie, whatever makes you feel safe, relaxed, and in touch with your senses. And then you simply want to take your time touching your body in ways that feel pleasurable. So you can run your fingernails over your scalp. This is one of my very favorite things to do. It feels so good. You can gently stroke your face. You can massage sore muscles. You can experiment with firm touch and soft touch. You can use a feather or a silk scarf if that sounds inviting. Just get creative. And the idea is really just to pay attention to what each kind of touch feels like and to allow yourself to do whatever creates the most pleasure in your body. So a few things to keep in mind as you explore this practice. Number one, just like you would use consent with a partner, use consent with yourself. So really listen to yourself and ask yourself how you want to be touched, where you want to be touched. And if you're not in the mood for something, if it doesn't feel good, even if it's non-sexual, don't go there. Listen to yourself. Respect the wisdom of your body. Also, don't rush. Take the time to explore and invite the pleasure in. You don't have to push towards anything. And it's okay if the pleasure doesn't show up right away. That is actually very normal, especially if you aren't used to connecting to yourself in this way, or you're someone who spends a lot of time in their head, or you were taught to feel shame and guilt around exploring your body as a child. Know that it's perfectly normal not to feel pleasure right away. And try not to judge yourself for this. Just simply come back to this practice whenever you feel ready. And a little side note, if you get turned on and you want to add sexual touch, go for it by all means. <laughs> but don't set that as your goal. This is super, super, super important. Do not set getting turned on, having an orgasm, getting aroused, any of that as your goal. We want a zero pressure environment. The goal is simply to create space for you to explore and discover what sort of touch you enjoy. And with time you will notice that you are able to attune to your pleasure more easily during this practice, in your everyday life, and eventually during partnered sex. And then a last piece of this, a kind of bonus piece, is that if and or when it feels good to you, you can also ask your partner or partners to incorporate the kind of touch you enjoy into sex. You can do this activity with a partner to each other. You can have it focused on you and you can set the boundary of this is going to be 15, 20 minutes just to explore touch and the pleasure of touch. And you can show your partner or share with them verbally what you've discovered that you like. And that can be a great way just to practice communicating your desires to a partner in a more low pressure kind of way because sex is not on the table or you're not having sex. It can be a great way to show your partner the kinds of touch that you like and to help them practice that. And it can just be a really nice connecting activity to do with your partner or partners. Okay. And the key to this practice is consistency because rewiring your nervous system takes time. 
So it took time for these messages to soak into your brain and your body, and it's going to take some time to rewire them out. So aim to do this practice at least once a week, three times a week is ideal. And it's more powerful to do it more times for a shorter period than to do it once for a longer period of time. But I know life is life. Life is busy. We all have shit to do. So if you can only do it once a week, do it once a week. But if you're able to do three times a week, that is a really, really powerful and a really great practice for shifting your ability to feel pleasure in your body. And if you would like to learn how to do more practices like this and receive guidance and some gentle accountability on your journey of sexual exploration, this is part of what I do with my clients. So if you would like to learn more about how to work with me, you can check out the links in the show notes. It is truly my mission to see as many women and gender non-conforming folks as possible living fully liberated, sexually expressed lives full of pleasure and joy. So I feel so honored and so grateful that I get to do this work and I would be honored to support you on your journey as well. Okay, that is what I have for you today, but let's do a quick recap of my non-sexy sex advice. (laughs) So if you want to feel like a more sexual being and enjoy sex more, One top-down approach you can take is to focus on reprogramming the negative messaging you've received from society. That shit is heavy. It takes up a lot of space in your brain. It weighs you down and keeps you from experiencing pleasure. What are some ways to do that? Number one, notice the beliefs that you currently hold. Number two, decide what you want to believe. Make a choice. Number three, audit your feeds. Uh, 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 uh. Seriously, audit your feeds. Get the junk out of there. Get anything that makes you feel bad about yourself out of your feeds and follow people who make you feel good. Follow people who are sex positive. Follow people who are sexually expressed. That will seep into your brain and your body. Number four, find a sex positive therapist. Number five, start hanging out with sex positive folks. And if you don't know any, I shared some great ways to meet some. And then I also shared a bottom up approach of exploring your body through non-sexual self-touch. When you practice this on a regular basis, you are literally rewiring your brain to feel more pleasure. You are also sending the message to yourself that your pleasure is important. And if it feels good, you can also share what you discover with your partner or partners, and that can be a great way to explore your pleasure together and perhaps bring some of that energy into your sex life. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Thank you for being part of this community. If you are enjoying this podcast, if it has helped you in some way, if you would like to support my work, the best way you can do that is to share the podcast with a friend, or if you prefer, share it on social media, or rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to find out when a new episode drops. Sharing the podcast is one of the best ways to support my work. And as always, I am so, so grateful for your support. I will be back soon with another episode for you. Until then, I hope you have a beautiful week and remember that you are perfect exactly as you are.